What's good, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about dead people and how I pretty much see dead people everywhere I go. And I'm not like saying I have some kind of break or anything like that. I'm saying it seems to me that most people die around the age of 35, and they're pretty much the walking dead. And I only think this is going to get worse in the future. And in terms of my generation, Generation C, I was born in 2000. Most people will die around the age of 30, especially women, in my opinion. It's just how the math is playing out and the trends that are going on. But that's what I'm seeing in the future. But maybe that's uh, a topic I could do for another video. One of my biggest fears, I have a lot of uh, big fears, but one of the biggest ones that I have is dying before I die. Giving up on life, giving up on my purpose, saying the same person. And we say the same, you actually go backwards because you lose the opportunity of who you could have become and all that stuff. It's one of my biggest fears, man. I cannot stand being the same person. I cannot stand being in the same position. I can't stand having the same knowledge, the same experience. I cannot stand that shit. I can't stand staying in the same spot for too long. I, I just can't do it. I, I, <laughs> it. It's scary, bro. It's scary. But I don't want to talk too much about me. I want to talk about the train track that I believe leads to this early death. Now, I have a theory. I believe in this theory. I know a lot of other people believe in this theory, but this is not mainstream knowledge. This is not something that you're going to read on CNN or Fox News or any 99% of people aren't going to have this position that I have. But maybe it will resonate with you. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll sound conspiratorial. Maybe it'll sound tin hat foil thing to you. But I believe that we are put on a train track. I believe that we're put on the train track by our rulers. The rulers, a.k.a. our politicians and presidents and all that stuff. Um, as a disclaimer, I don't really think democracy works or anything like that. Because look where we're at. People are poor. People are suffering and all that stuff. And we keep voting and it keeps getting worse. So it's obvious that democracy isn't the, isn't the solution. A republic is the solution. But that's for a topic for another day also. But I think we're put on tracks by our rulers, the politicians, the presidents, whoever, right? Whoever's in control. And that train track that we get put onto is taught and reinforced and placed on us through the education system, which is a system created by the rulers, for the rulers, for their purposes and their agendas. The, quote, education system punishes imagination, it punishes creativity, it punishes independent thought, it punishes, it, excuse me, it punishes questioning. If you've ever questioned your teacher, if you've ever had an independent thought that you share with the class, if you ever did something that was drawing out of the lines, if you ever sat and daydreamed in class instead of paying attention to the bullshit the teacher was talking about, you definitely experienced some punishment because of it. And we have 12 plus years of training and squashing our imagination, creativity, independent thought, questioning, and a whole bunch of other positive attributes that are natural to the human race are being squashed in our greatest years of mental and creative development. And in that time, we get put on the train tracks called be good in school, do what you're told so you can have good grades, so you can get a good job, or so you can go to college, so you can get a good job, so you can have a 401k, so you can retire at 60-something, so you can die broke. And I think what's happening with the people who I see around age 35 and up who've already died is that they see the lies and get bitter about it. They did what they were told, put themselves on the train tracks, Stop using their imagination, their creativity, their independent thought, their questioning, their decision-making abilities, critical thought. They gave up all that to do what they were told. And you don't have an option to do what you're told in the government school, so I'm not blaming people for the system that they were put into. But we have 
tons and tons of practice of not thinking and not imagining and not being creative and, you know, being a drone. And people do what they're told and expect to experience some success because of it. Because that training is a training in conformity and conformity got you a good grade. And then conformity got you to the next grade level. And then conformity got you to graduate. And then it got you to go to college and it got you to, you know, all the a whole bunch of other stuff. And it doesn't help that parents are often the same way in the household with punishing imaginative uh, thoughts, independent thoughts, questioning, and creativity. So people have done what they're told for their whole lives, expecting to have success. They don't have it, and they're like, shit. And then they get mad. And then they get sad. And then, you know, the sages are grieving. And then they're just bitter, and they give up. And I think what's happening in these people's minds after they realize that they were sold a bag of goods that weren't um, good for them, they have these thoughts, these conditioned thoughts in their head. For example, I've never made any independent decisions or choices, so why should I do that now? I've always done what I was told, so I should have the rewards. And they probably don't say it to themselves in that specific way. But as another example of what they might say to themselves is, I need someone to tell me how to do it. How to have success, how to start a business, how to do X, Y, Z. And pretty much what both of these quotes or inner thoughts of these people believe Uh, What it reveals about them is that the past equals the future. Because in the school system, the past does equal the future. If you fail the first test of the class, you just bomb it. There's no way you get an A in that class. If you're ACTs or shit, then you don't get into the good college. And if you've been told that you're no good, you're no good, you're no good through grades and markings and all this other stuff that doesn't even matter once you're an adult, then of course you're going to think the future is like, I'm not good. You're going to think that this past self is a future self. But after they've gone through this mental process of giving up and saying to themselves that the past equals the future, they uh, employ the same strategies that they used to hate being used on them as children and as students in the classroom, which is, hey, that's not my fault. I didn't know that. And they dig their grave that way. I know that may not make any sense to you, but let's uh, go through a couple of examples of not my fault. People using this excuse for themselves as, as adults even though they hated that excuse being used on them as a child. And as a prime example of that, <laughs> just think about the teacher miss saying something in the classroom. She's not explaining anything correctly. She's not entertaining. She's not teaching the material in a way that you can learn it properly so that you can pass this bullshit test so you can move on to the next grade or get your A or B or whatever it is, right? And if you were to bring that up, she would say, that ain't my fault. You're just not good. Or as a prime example of this, is the ADHD, ADD uh, prescription thing. What's happening is you're not paying attention to class. The teacher is boring. The curriculum is boring. The classmates are boring. They're all doing whatever they're doing. And you're bored. And the teacher says, it's not my fault. You're bad. You need to be drugged. And therefore, you get drugged. That's the one of the ultimate not my fault excuses that have been used against you as a child, as a student, that these people who have given up and died already are using to themselves, but it's not working for them. It's not working for them because they don't have any power over anybody. The only thing they can do now is to vote to take away stuff from other people. But you can't go to a job and say, not my fault. Or you can't say to your children, it's not my fault that I'm not an entrepreneur or something like that. Now I want to move on to how somebody can avoid having an early death. And it's very simple. It's very simple. Just have a purpose. And then you work hard as fuck to achieve that purpose. And you study, and you study, and you study it, and you put people over things. Now, when people hear about purpose, they're thinking about some 
giant lofty goal of changing the world or anything like that. You don't even have to do all that, man. You just change your family. If you had a family situation that wasn't um, something that you admired or wanted for yourself, that is that can be your purpose. Hey, I'm going to create the family that I wish I had as a child. Or you feel like you weren't properly educated as a child. You say, hey, my purpose is going to be to educate my children as best as I can through homeschooling or some other means. So as long as your purpose isn't immoral or super unethical, it's valid and you should pursue it and work hard as fuck to achieve it and study it and put the people that you're trying to serve and the relationships that you'd rather have over things. And that's all I got to say, man. Are you a dead person? <laughs> probably not. You're probably not a dead person. But dead, dead people don't really listen to podcasts. If they do listen to podcasts, it sounds something like this. It's about a crime thing or some weird hedon, hedonistic type podcast. But they're not listening to anything like this. So you're probably not one of these people. But that's all I got to say. I'll see you in the next one. And peace out.